won was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today Sorcerer's Runaround Table, Episode Two. Happy to have you here. And uh, on this next episode, as we're getting closer and closer to Marathon Weekend tonight, I'm joined by the guys that run our running page, the running team over there. And I'm going to go around and see how everyone's doing. I'm going to start with my friend to the north, the great Kyle McCann. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. How are we doing? Um, this week's going well so far. It's been 40s or low 50s all week. And I've actually been in a tank and shorts twice in the last two weeks. So I will take it. Uh, it was like uh, 56 here and I was freezing. Like I was in like a jacket and long pants and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know how you do it. It's it's true that your blood like acclimates. Like you acclimate to the south or you acclimate to the north. And I mean, I they say that cold weather is actually can be healthier for you. I mean, I know we've got a doctor here and I'll go to him next. But um, they say that cold weather is almost better for you than than warm, warm weather. They said actually like a lot. Of, look at me talking just completely, you know, out of turn. Like I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. The warm weather harbors more bacteria and stuff like that, and you can get sicker in the in warm weather. Am I right, Anker? How are you, man? I'm good. I don't know if any of that's been proven. There's there's benefits to cold weather, I'm sure, but I was born in New York. I grew up in Wisconsin, and I absolutely hate the cold. I don't run outside unless it's 60 degrees or warmer, so I am training for this weekend entirely on a treadmill. That's what I did today. I got a 5K on the treadmill in today. Um, well, someone who absolutely hates treadmills and he is not afraid of the cold at all. The great John Castano. What's up, man? Yes, it's I'm 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 kind of in the Kyle boat. We've been 40s, 50s. We had an extremely horrible rainstorm Monday, but it stopped right when I got home from work, so I could still run outside. Uh so yeah, besides that, and the you know, the delivering packages in the Christmas time, besides those two horrible things, uh and the uh and we have a whole traffic situation up here where they're closing bridges. It's, it's besides all that, everything's good. Besides uh, me great. getting to work every day is, is great. <laughs> I've I've been joined by the newest addition to our family, Cleo, our little kitten. She's uh, a little under three months old, and she decided she wanted to jump in on the podcast. So if you heard some purring there, that was just her. She wanted to so check you guys out and see what was going on. Uh, well, we want to jump on because, like I said, we're getting really close to Marathon Weekend, and of course, we this week we got the big news of the maps released by Run Disney for the 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon. Before we get to that, though, I want to talk just a little bit about the starting times, guys. Um, let's start with the 5 and the 10K. They look kind of the same. Um, Anker, you know, it says start, you know, I'm, I'm new to this. This is my first ever Run Disney race. So it says start group open 3.45 a.m. What does that mean? So I think that means you can start going to... It seems early. I don't think that's the I don't know if that's the corral time where you can start walking towards the corrals. I don't think yeah. you ever have to go to the corral, especially for those races that early. Um, as long as you get to the races early, that's the key. Get on the bus on the first or second bus in case your bus gets lost. Remember, these buses are not run by Disney. They're run by an external group. So wherever you're staying, they will have a list of what times the buses will start running. Get there for the first or second bus. And then after that, for the first two races, I wouldn't worry about getting to the corrals early. Just get there whenever you feel like you need to. Just don't be in like the very last part of the group, but otherwise, just get there when you need to. Wouldn't it be really funny if SeaWorld chartered buses and just picked up people like for run Disney races <laughs> and just brought them to their parks and dropped them off? That's why like, how SeaWorld makes their money and stays we'll in business. You, we'll get you here one way or the other. All right. <laughs> like, so you're going to our tycoon. Yeah. <laughs> I love that game. I love, I. I loved Roller Coaster Tycoon. Not loved, love Roller Coaster Tycoon. I actually just the other day, Riley commandeered. She's a friend over, and they commandeered my uh, my PlayStation, and I wanted to just kind of relax at night and play a little game. So I was playing uh, Zoo Tycoon, 
on my laptop and you build a zoo and take care of the animals. Oh, it's so great. It's so much fun. But anyway, um, so it says, it says to get there three forty-five, and then the start, uh, group, let's see here. Start group close close. Yeah. Four forty for group a four forty-five for group B five o'clock for group C five fifteen, uh, for group, uh, D and then it says group E start line closed. John, run me through that for people who don't know, meaning me. It's just that you need to be in your corral, whatever you are before that time. And if you're not in like, if you want to do a, if you're not in that by four forty, you're going to have to go to B. So whatever your corral is, just make sure you're past the people checking bibs before the start time, or you're going to have to go to the corral behind you. John, you're, so, you've always been in Corral A. Have you ever actually seen them close the corral if you get there a little bit late? Because I have never seen no, that. No, I think this was new. I think this started during the last wine and dine, I think, because they never had the staggered close. It was just you kind of just you had to get through that group of that initial group of people who were just checking your ta uh, your bibs and then you'd walk into the, the corral. So my, my question about this is that's kind of the call to post. Like if you're not there, you're getting bumped to the next race. Like you're not the next race, but the next next, you know, corral, the next start time, all that kind of stuff. Which yeah. I guess that really doesn't affect like if you're me, like, you know, if you're in like group B, you just gotta be there. You know, I'm gonna be there yeah. well before. I'm gonna I'm getting like on that two thirty bus. Like that's my goal. I'm gonna be like so early it's gonna be ridiculous. And if you um, want to joke if you, you wanna, he has to. If you wanna be with somebody, you can just go in any corral you want as long as it's behind you. You like Oh, if so wanted, you can move if so I want. You, if you were in you C, and me, I, right. yeah, but you can't come to me if I'm higher than you. I, you can go behind you if you want. And that's what I do with Amy every time because I'm always usually in a higher corral. When we run together, I just go into her corral. Nobody cares if you go down a corral. Mm -hmm. They would just care if you go up a corral. They won't let you do that because I, the awesome. idea is the higher the corral, the better because you have more time to not get swept, do pictures, whatever. So the higher corral you are, the little little bit of an advantage. Yeah, that's it sounds like it. So is there also an advantage? We kind of talked about it before, I think, but I don't think it was during the episode. I think it was during one of our live events that if you were the earliest person to kind of get in your corral. So let's say I'm going to be for the half, right? I'm going to be group F most likely or group E, whatever. I'm going to be one of those last ones because I didn't have a, a time that I submitted, you know, to, to get there. If, if I get in the corral as early as possible, mm -hmm. it kind of gives me an advantage, too, because they send it off in waves. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah every whatever 200 people whatever it is they they usually have a rope right and it, yeah they, they split up each corral you know once you get to a certain point they'll say oh you guys hold the rope and everybody behind you will all start at the same time it's a little miserable being in the front of the corral because then you're there standing for a long time being in the crowds the crowds for these races you're there for almost an hour before mm -hmm. the race starts so it's it's it can it can be a little frustrating you can get cold during that time your muscles can get cold so it can be a little tough well, so speaking of that, so let's run through the half and the full uh, start group open for groups A, B, C, and D at 3.15 a.m. Um, those start times are at 4.40, 4.45, 5.10, 5.15. For groups E and F, start group open is not till 4 a.m. Um, start group closed 5.30 and the start line is clear uh, for group F. So it's one of those things where, uh, you know, for me, if I get there super early, technically I could be standing around for almost three hours, Kyle. Yeah, so you definitely want to bring at least a water bottle to make sure <clears throat> you're staying hydrated. And if you have like a granola bar or something that you can bring just to make sure that you're keeping yourself energized and keeping the calories in so that when you do start, you're not at a deficit before you even start into your race. So um, plan back, you know, however, uh, whatever time you want to be at the actual start line starting, plan back to when you're going to be there. Make sure you bring some warm clothes that either you don't mind um, kind of tossing once you start when you warm up or have, you know, whoever's there with you, they have a bag, um, plan to, you know, take off your like warmer layers, top and bottom, just to uh, try and make yourself a little bit more comfortable. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of, a lot happening in the corrals. So just make sure that you're as comfortable and make it as easy as possible. Bringing a Bunsen burner and a blanket. Is that going to be okay? Just to make Great some ramen they early in the morning, some that. eggs? Mylar blanket, cheap, and it does keep you warm. So that you can actually bring. Mm. Yeah, that's not, that's not a bad idea because you can get them for a couple bucks. Like they're not, 
Yeah, just yeah, and the throwaway clothes. Just bring throw, bring go to the goodwill or whatever. Buy a pair of sweatpants and a sweatshirt and just toss it before you start. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, great they information. Is there? Yeah. Hey, John. Also, is there um like place where you can get coffee, anything like that there? Whenever you yeah, get there's to a the little corrals? there. It's not in the corrals. It's in the like the staging area. Yeah, it is a there's a usually like there's there was some food trucks last year. There was a little coffee. Thing. I know there's like the club run Disney section. If you're part of that, you can go in that little separate your little uh kingdom over there when you pay all that money. But uh there there is just regular food for us plebes that us, us, us po folks that are that and, are sitting out. Okay, and then the positive it. thing this year is it looks like we we're, we're not gonna have to do the mile and a half walk to the start line for the half and the full. It looks like they've kept everything right there. Yeah, so it, run, the run me through that, John, because you've talked about that before, is the fact that now for the half and the full, we're going to be able to, like you said, kind of line up. And before it was quite a walk, you said, to, to even get there. Yeah, because where the um, where the staging area is, mm -hmm. you have, um, you know, there's bleachers and there's the whole porta potties and then there's the section where spectators can't pass where you, where we you start to walk towards the start line it was kind of it was at least i would at least a mile probably a mile and a half of just a walk and you're just walking down this back like service road to where all the corrals were for there but for the 10 the 5 and the 10 the the, the corrals are literally where the stage is to the left of the stage and it kind of seems like they're just keeping everything there and just kind of expanding something on the course to make up for that like that old start line so it's kyle, it should be better yeah sorry john um no, that's it kyle run me through kind of and we'll we'll do a, a whole episode on this this will be our next episode but you know when i'm standing there and i'm going okay and you know me you guys know me very well i have jittery energy as it is you know what i mean um i can't imagine my first run disney race like i mean 5k is fine but the half marathon i'm gonna be like a little bit nervous i'm gonna be like you're, you're gonna have those feelings like are people actually warming up stretching like or is this you know like is is there i don't know i guess my question is is there any organization to that kind of stuff to i don't know not really that's kind of on a person by person basis so personally uh that walk that we did to the start line for the marathon that was basically the time that i jogged a little bit did some stretches, did some warm-up exercises just to help keep loose. And then in the corral, you know, the jittery energy, you'll feel like you want to like bounce a little bit or uh, just kind of shake your arms out and stuff. Like everybody's going to be doing that. So you're not going to look out of place in that case, but you just want to kind of curb that where when you start, you still have that energy and you haven't like tied yourself out to the point that you're, <laughs> you know, exhausted by the time you start because you're so excited and you've used all that energy already i think i'll be fine my warm-up typically is i do the russian dance where i go all the way down and they kick a leg out and then all the way down and kick a leg out if you know what i'm talking about and i Gonna do burn. that for i don't do it for that long i do it for about 65 minutes straight just to warm up so i think it'll be okay i think it'll be okay <laughs> let's, let's sure get if into you want to do that <laughs> let's get into the maps let's get into why we're, can you imagine you guys look back, <laughs> just, oh, just leave them, just oh, leave like, them like elf. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's down in the mail center, mail room. I just watched it. So do we. We're actually, we're getting ready. So as soon as we get off here, um, we're going to watch uh, Jack Frost. You ever seen that movie? With the Michael Keaton movie? The haunted, yeah, yeah. The evil Dude, one? No, 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 no. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. That, no, yeah. but Jack Frost is with Michael Keaton. Oh. He's a musician. And to make it a really good Christmas movie, he dies, and but he yeah. comes back as a snowman for his son, and him and his son go through all these wacky adventures, and uh, it's, it's good, good, man. If I figured out tonight, Anker and I had a conversation tonight that Anker has not seen; he's never seen Elf. He's just never seen. Tonight. I saw Elf. Okay, but what? Hold on. What? What, what else was it? There's some other things we were talking about. You've never seen National Lampoon. Um, yeah. Oh my. Yeah, the four, 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 four Christmas trees or whatever, four trees, four Christmases, yeah, four Christmases. Um, I've like, seen a lot a bunch of Christmas of movies. movies. I was naming movies, and he's like, "Yeah, I haven't seen that." Yeah, I haven't we seen that. we watched Jingle All the Way the other day. I love. I that hadn't movie. seen that in a long time. 
I love that movie. Is that the it's one with so Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. yeah. I've seen that one. What does he do? Yes, I've seen that <laughs> once, long time ago. All right, let's get in. Let's get into uh let's get into the maps, boys. Let's start with the 5K. Um this is something that a lot of people are interested in because there's a lot of us running it. We're all going to run it together. Um, for those people who want to hang back, a lot of us will be run walking it and dressing up and having a good time, which by the way, I got to get my costume still. So I need to order that tonight um, whenever we get done. So let's talk a little bit about it. Um, Kyle, why don't you take this one? Run me through the 5K map here. Sure. So basically, just like all the races, it looks like we're going to start in Epcot parking lot. And it looks like we're going to go out into the right around kind of the right side of the park. You're going to enter into Epcot, kind of where it looks like, but right around Mexico. You're going to hang a left and go around World Showcase. You're going to do all the World Showcase. And then you're going to kind of cut up through by like the trading post. You're going to go up into kind of the new area that they just released with the uh, Walt bench and that. Uh, you'll cut straight across around Guardians and you'll actually exit the park back by... Um, uh, right around Ford Test, or not Ford Test Track, that's the track around our area, around Test Track, and you will loop around back into the parking lot to the finish. So that one, it's it's going to be nice. There's a couple bridges in World Showcase that you'll just want to be prepared for, and it looks like as you go towards Guardians, it may be some tighter corners, so mm -hmm. just be aware of where you are and who's around you so that you're given ample space that everyone can take those corners safely. Uh, how many, I know the one thing, like for a lot of five, people run the 5k, this is a fun run. This is not a run, uh, John, mm -hmm. where there's, um, balloon ladies chasing you, getting ready nope. to pull you off. There's no time limit on this. You can take your time. You can have some fun. How many characters can we expect, expect to see? Cause I think this is one of those races where a lot of people want to stop, get photos. Uh, well, let me think how many was there? There's a, Oh, there's got to be at least. Um, I don't want to overshoot it, but there's a there's a bunch along World Showcase usually. It's got to be at least four or five in World Showcase. There'll probably be. May, um, well, maybe there'll be one in the newer part where the um the Walt statue is, and then usually the um back before you like kind of exit around the uh, backstage area. There usually is the. Uh, the jammers band they're usually out there playing so you get yeah you'll get anywhere but I'm, I, don't, I don't think it'll be 10 but i would just say between five to ten nice. to think that's actually year, more yeah. than i thought yeah i don't think there's there there wasn't any outside that it wasn't until you got into epcot where they started showing up i know like one of the poo is usually in there there was beauty and the beast characters it's usually you're not getting that as rare characters in the in the 5k you um, get one. so it's one of those things where with this one look first mile there's not much going on and uh but it, look after you get that first mile and a quarter done mm -hmm. uh kyle this one looks like it's going to be a ton of fun because you're inside the park and uh, all the way through the finish you're pretty much rocking and rolling through there yeah it looks like honestly you get to see the best parts of epcot in this on this course here uh, for anyone that's wondering, about a mile and a half in, it looks like there's a water stop. So you will get, my guess is water, maybe water in Gatorade, but at least water for sure there. Does this surprise you guys there's only one water stop for the entire race? No, no. For mm -hmm. a 5K, that's usually the way it goes, is, is one, usually around the halfway point. Okay, got you. Okay, yeah, definitely. Uh, Going to be fun. Anker, thoughts about this one? So, I mean, this looks pretty standard compared to some of the other 5Ks. The exit looks different. Usually the exit would be coming down towards the ball and then going around the right where just the normal walkway is for the exit. So I'll be interested to see how Kyle was talking about the, the exit going around Guardians. There's definitely going to be a few tight corners there. Just mm -hmm. be careful. Be careful with walking, you know, in those areas if you need to. Just make sure if you need to walk, you put your hand up and go to the side. Otherwise, people will run into you. It will hurt. So just you just got to be aware of that. But I'll, I'll be interested to see how the last mile of this race goes, because that's different from any other 5K I've done. Um, I've been brought in that way a few times. Not to listen. I don't want a big time. OK, but I was put in a private SUV 
and brought in right there and put on Guardians at one point uh, with the connection that I have. Um, and that's a fun little spot back through there, man. Nice little parking lot, nice little, uh, nice little road. So yeah, that's that's a little little different. And, and for anyone who doesn't know that area, like if you just look at the map, it looks like you're going to be running on grass. Like it's all concrete, it's all paved. Like is is I don't think there's. I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to the full marathon. But pretty much everything, I think everything's paved, right? For all of these races, there's no running on grass. Am I correct? Unless you're like trying to pass no. people sometimes. Yeah. Unless there's, yeah, that big bunch of people and you just kind of want to get by and you'll run in the grass, but everything's paved. Awesome. Let's move to the 10K. Anker, take me through it. Yeah, so uh, just pull it up here. My phone decided to collapse. Away. There we go. All right, 10K. Um, so most of this is going to be the Epcot run and then along the boardwalk. Uh, also pretty standard for a 10K. Again, I think it's a little different because we're going to be starting right in Epcot's parking lot as opposed to kind of out a little bit. So you're going to start from Epcot, run out into the road a little bit that's in the uh, the front of Epcot, where if you'll be driving in, we're going to be coming into the parking lot. You're going to run there, make a loop, come back into Epcot, and come down the right side uh, if you're coming into the park. So along where Soren and Living with the Land, that whole area, you're going to run behind all of that area, coming into World Showcase. You're going to do the right side uh, of World Showcase first, the incorrect side. You're going to do that side first. So you're going to do uh, Canada and France and all that. But instead of going around World Showcase, you're going to exit out onto the boardwalk. So you're going to take the International Gateway, go onto the boardwalk, do a full lap around the boardwalk. So you're going to go past the Yacht Club. You're going to go be able to see Swan and Dolphin, run along the other side of the boardwalk down, and then back into the International Gateway, finish the... Uh, the uh, rest of the part of Epcot going down, ending by Mexico, and then coming out the exact same way for the 5K. So that's going down, coming around Guardians and that side of the park, and then finishing the exact same place. Biggest things to be aware of with this map is um, the hills for the International Gateway. They, they don't seem that steep when you're walking it, but anybody who's done with a stroller will know they're pretty steep. Um, they are not an easy part there, so make sure you pace yourself a little bit. Um, if you need to walk it, fine, or if just taking it a slow jog is also fine. But those areas are are very steep, and they're a very short section of run, so it's extremely steep from that side. Um, if it's wet at all, the boardwalk, while it's one of my favorite places to run, it can get very wet and very mm -hmm. slick. So beware of that. If it is wet, just go slow. Don't fall there. Don't get injured. It's very wide, so that's a good place to pass by people or move on to one side or another. Um, but the, the wetness is the biggest thing to be careful of, especially early. There can be some condensation there and it's very easy to slip and, and fall in that area. But I like this map. I love running on the boardwalk. Um, the rest of the Epcot is pretty similar to the, to the 5k. So there's not really much else to look out for. Wish I had signed up for this. This, this map looks like a lot of fun. Um, the thing about this one too, and you were mentioning like elevation changes, you guys can tell me. Uh, Kyle, down at the bottom of the map, is that what that is? That graph that's at the bottom? Is that an elevation change? That is correct, graph. yeah. So you can see there's little blips. And again, on here where it's a scaling of like uh, a, a crazy scaling, the the really short steep, that's really what burns the legs. So when you see it, just be prepared. When you're going up the hill, just act as if you're just running at a normal effort. On the way down, just let gravity do what it's going to do. Control your legs to make sure that you're roll. not out of control, but roll it. Okay, good. <laughs> just ball up and just let gravity do it. I got it. I got it. Roll down the hills. Um, yep. Because look, that you're right. Um, that Those hills are intimidating. I've pushed strollers up and down them many times. Also, on the boardwalk, heading... Not so much because you're coming down the hill going to Beach Club, but when you come back around and you go through Boardwalk and then you kind of have to go up that hill mm -hmm. towards the end before you make the right, go back into Epcot, that's that's a good little elevation change right yep. there uh, before you head through there. So um, very, very good. John, any thoughts on this one? No, not really. It's just pretty standard. It's basically this, yeah, comparing it to like last year, it's the typical 10 When you do Dopey, right? And you, because mm -hmm. now you're looking at all four maps, right? So I'm looking on two maps. I'm doing 5K and a half marathon. 5K, I'm not even really looking at the map. It's a 5K. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a blast. Like it's, but I'm looking at the half marathon and I'm judging it. So when you look at these, do you look day by day and go, okay, 10K map looks easier than this map, or this map looks easier than this map, or I enjoy this one more than this one? Yeah. 
yeah i do that like uh because at least like i i i just judge i go by i know i'm gonna have to run on the highways and stuff but i go by like how much park time or inside something mm. so I, I like the 10k the oh, the well the five's all inside but like i like the 10k because you get pretty much all you, you you see all of epcot and then you get that whole boardwalk section so it's really just that beginning section you're on the highway but so it's nice to get that out of the way and then you finish all in the uh in the resorts and parks uh kyle 10k this is uh this is one that i wish i had signed up for um looks like three water stops two medical does medical ever have like food like granola stuff like that probably not for a 10k right usually they don't a lot of times it's more uh band-aids anti-chafe stuff they also have generally biofreeze pumps Mm-hmm, so if mm-hmm. you're feeling tight in a muscle, that kind of thing, uh, you could either lather it on yourself or they have people with gloves on to do it for you. If you're not able to, you know, bend down depending how tight you are and stuff. Uh, so there are those to look out for 10, half in full should have those in them. Awesome. Let's move on to the half marathon. Uh, Kyle, run me through it. Um, this one I'm excited for, man. This is my first ever half marathon. And uh, I've, I've dove into the deep end. I've signed up for three now. I've got this one coming up. Two weeks after that, I got the Charleston Half Marathon. And then in April, I've got another half marathon up Sunset Beach, North Carolina. First one I'm traveling for, actually. Uh, I mean, Walt Disney World, I'm really considered traveling for. Um, but traveling for to go up there and do that one. Um, Katie decided, because every time I sign up for a half marathon, Kyle, I sign up Katie and Riley to do the 5K. And uh, most of the time, they don't even know it. I just do it. And then they're like, oh, okay, great. You know, now we're getting like brought into your craziness all of a sudden so uh, i'm excited for this one man i will tell you this as someone who's never done this before there are parts of this race that are a bit intimidating and as you run through i may stop you really quickly so we can chat about it um because looking at someone who's just getting into running there's a couple parts that i'm like okay all right there's gonna be some really uh in a, a word that I, I uh, the only word I can think, it's sucky miles. There's going to be some miles that are going to be tough. So run me through the half marathon map. All right. So <clears throat> the start's going to be Epcot parking lot like the other two. This time around, you're basically just heading straight on the roads out towards the highway. And so the one thing that I'll basically the first like couple of the first two miles, especially there's an on ramp that you go up about a mile in they're quite banked and they are pretty steep. So just if you can find flat ground or get yourself, yeah, yeah. Get yourself to a place that you feel comfortable in your, in your stride. Um, Really, really try and conserve your energy on the uh, uphill as you're coming onto this up ramp here. Um, Basically mile two and three into four you're on highways. So the nice thing along there is there's probably going to be quite a few character stops. Mm -hmm. uh, So you'll have some stuff to look forward to uh, as you come off of the ramps, as you kind of move towards kind of around um, the contemporary, there is a, like, again, if you're just doing it fresh, it doesn't feel all that significant, but there's a pretty significant downhill as you go under Uh, the waterway that is above you. So just be prepared for a downhill uphill section there. As you move into Magic Kingdom, generally it's a pretty hard right-hand turn and it's kind of bottlenecks quite a bit as you head on the main street. So just be prepared to find your position and kind of hold it. And then on Main Street, basically there's a a line that goes down the middle of Main Street that keeps runners on one side and spectators on the other. So if you're looking for somebody, stay to the left-hand side, but keep an eye on the trolley tracks there. And hopefully you can find the person that you're looking for. Uh, If you're not looking for anybody, there's going to be photo people taking pictures as you run down Main Street. The castle is going to be there kind of just before you hit the hub, there's a little, almost like the the rope goes left, almost like a little bubble where you can stop and take selfies and stuff. And you're kind of out of the way of everyone running. So if you wanted to get your own pictures by the castle, there is that opportunity there. Uh, It's basically going to take you from kind of going straight down Main Street. You're going to make a right into Tomorrowland. It's going to send you up and around to kind of, um, fantasy land around Ariel's Grotto, 
cut you back down mm-hmm. through kind of the back section of the castle. You're going to then head into um, Frontierland and do a little loop kind of around Liberty Square. You'll head up towards Big Thunder Mountain, do almost like a little out and back there. And then you'll exit the park, I believe, kind of around Tiana's Bayou, Tiana's Bayou there. And you'll basically me, head. Yeah, let me jump in really quick because yeah. let's talk about running in the parks. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because we've talked about running in Epcot. The one, the one benefit to Epcot has is Epcot has really wide kind of paths for most of the areas, right? This is what's really cool to me. This is what drew me to doing well, what drew me to doing this was John and drinks around Epcot is what happened. Um, but also the fact of running the half marathon and being able to run through the Magic Kingdom. And it looks like we actually will get to run through the castle, is what it looks like. It doesn't even look like you're coming out, yeah, you, you know, out to that side path. And you get like a, you're coming straight I'll, through. You're getting a lot more time this year. Yes, Are that's you compared different. to last year. Yes, for sure. Because last year we cut in front of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. This year you're going behind Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So you're getting that extra. And then we didn't go up towards Big Thunder. We just went straight out like where the parade comes in back there by um, by where Splash Mountain was. You, you actually get to go up to towards Big Thunder and then come back down. So, you get, so a li- you, you get a little bit more time. But yeah, you do go. You run directly through the castle. And it's very cool. And then that once spot. you get through the castle, there's a ton of photo pass people. You just pick a line and you can get your castle photo and then keep going. That's last awesome. year, did, during the half, they didn't run through the castle, right? That was, did they yeah, do we, that last year during the half? Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe I don't remember that, but that they used to be sleeping still. <laughs> yeah, maybe that, that used to be a thing that was only for two races all year, the marathon and the princess half. So I think they're starting to let other races run through the castle. Um, The cool part too is like, I do like that you go on what I like to say is my my through, you know, heading back to Big Thunder back there. Um, that used to be the smokers area. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't remember. And I, wouldn't it be funny if you go through and there's just a bunch of people like, ah, keep running, you know, <laughs> the blast thing. Um, and then you come out. So here's here's why I stopped you, <clears throat> because as someone who is just getting into this, right, Uh these look like the tough, these next miles look like the absolute toughest miles that I could possibly run. So take me through mile six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, you're really finishing out this race. Yeah. It's Kyle. not as, oh, go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I was going to say it's at that point, because you're still kind of riding off of the highs that you had from being in Magic Kingdom you know, seeing the castle, everybody cheering you on. Uh, there's cast members that are kind of through uh, Magic Kingdom cheering you on as well as you exit. So you kind of have a little bit of that high, a little bit of those endorphins still pumping. And so miles six to seven aren't too bad because then you get by Grand Floridian and you get to see some of the kind of resorts and that kind of stuff. It's more so seven, eight and nine that again, it's you're on the highway this is where the mental toughness is going to come in. Honestly, this is where if you're around a group that's moving at a fairly similar pace or speed to what you were hoping to or feel comfortable, just stick with those people because it's going to sound crazy. But at that point, misery does love company. So at least, you know, if there's someone else feeling the same thing, experiencing the same thing, it, it, there's, it kind of bonds you to a stranger who you might even not even be talking to or whatever, but you just know there's other people around you experiencing the same thing. Um, Ankur, do you want to take it from here? Well, what if, yeah. what if you're running with somebody you don't want to talk to? Like I'm <laughs> running with Dan and Joe, like, you know what I mean? What if I like, you know, that might make the miles even worse. Let's be honest. I mean, then I have to listen just, to Dan tell horrible stories the whole time. I mean, John, this look, could be. You look forward to the next character. When's the next character coming up? When's the next video screen coming up? You get to see the Mickey golf. You get to see the Mickey golf cart usually when you're running by the golf course. Oh, Joe's gonna lose his mind. He's gonna. I mean, I know he's seen it before, but he's gonna love it. But here's the thing, and I'll tell you guys this because I don't think Dan will listen to this. My plan is when we get close to finishing the half marathon, I'm gonna sprint ahead so I can beat Dan. That's the goal. Damn, I spread ahead of you. He better not. I'll trip him. Um, Kyle, <laughs> run me through the rest of the race. All right. So uh, basically from mile nine to mile 10, you start doing a little bit of an uphill going to a cloverleaf on-ramp. Uh, that on-ramp, again, you just want to make sure that you're conserving your energy. Play that one smart. It is going to be banked and pretty steep. So just keep that in mind. 
And that's where basically you start running the kind of tail end of the uh, highway portion and you cut back into Epcot, uh, taking the far right hand side, uh, kind of like the 10K as you come back in. Uh, mile 12, maybe 12 and a quarter to 12 and a half. That's really where you're kind of getting into the park. Uh, I believe you enter in by uh, World of Imagination there. Mm -hmm. And you start to make your way across. Um, you don't quite make it to World Showcase. They cut you across the park. You head up towards the new Walt statue. Um, you do a little funky kind of in and out through. Um, it looks like maybe by connections there. And then you actually do run by Spaceship Earth as you exit the park to the left. And that's where you'll find the finish line in the parking lot there. So, I mean, running by Spaceship Earth at that point, it's so cool. There's mm -hmm. a lot of photo pass people. So yep. if you don't at that point, if your legs just want you to keep moving, there's going to be lots of people taking your picture. As long as your bib number is visible, they will be able to link it. So don't worry about anything, but just enjoy the experience of running by Spaceship Earth. That was probably my favorite part last year for the full was running by spaceship earth all lit up it was super cool um i'm super excited about this nervous excited you know all those great things and that's what it, that's the way it should be um and that'll be a ton of fun but let's get into the full marathon and let's talk about this map and let's dive in because Ooh. this thing to me look i you guys sent it in our group chat you sent a flyover of this map and it's six minutes long and yeah. at some points i thought i i'm not i'm not even running this and this is so intimidating uh, it's crazy. So, um, John, take me through the first uh, first little bit of this, and then we'll stop and, and kind of talk about it. We'll go park by park. So take me through okay. so you get to the first park you're going to run through. So it looks like we're starting in the same Take me all the way through Epcot, and okay. uh, take me all the way through Epcot, all the way over to Magic Kingdom. Okay, let me see. So we're starting in the place we've started for all the other ones, it seems. So we're kind of doing a, you're kind of doing the same loop on the outside of Epcot you're doing for the 5K where you are coming in. Where's the zoom in here? It's a little different. You're coming from the other side. Yeah. Um, and yeah see, they get this. Uh, the zoom in is, it's got the mile 25 and two on. Okay. So you're coming in by. It looks like right enter? Mexico right there. Okay. Right yeah. Donald you're coming in right for you by mexico and then you're running towards um the center of there of the entrance kind of the world showcase and then you're running back down by towards back towards spaceship earth and then you're cutting out looks like you're cutting out by you know between creations and connections and then going out back behind mission space so that's you get you get a little you get a little taste of Epcot there, and then you're. Uh, wow, this map is confusing. Hold on, no, you cut across Epcot and you come no. out by Figment, and then you come down. Yeah, so you come out by Figment, and then there's a medical and a water, and then mile okay. three okay. looks okay. like so the, I see, yeah, because yeah. you're crossing over where you exit. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, it is confusing. It looks like. It looks like the drawings you used to, Riley used to bring home from like preschool yeah. or there was, you know, she'd be like, I'd be like, oh, baby, that's a that's a beautiful house. She'd be like, it's a duck, dad. It's a duck. And I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Right. So you cut across the front of World Showcase out by right in the side of the pyramids by imagination. So you have a little tiny bit of Epcot. And then you're going basically you're following the same way we've been following to go. The same way you're going out towards the um, the half back up towards Magic Kingdom, where you're running up World Drive, basically. In the at least the positive of this part is usually the monorails going by you, and if the monorails going by you, they'll give you a nice honk, so you get a, a little bit of that. And then you're basically, it's pretty much the same path of going up towards um, to Magic Kingdom, except the only difference is you're cutting into uh, the TTC, and you're kind of just doing. You're running right across that whole parking lot where that's a um, a spot for spectators. There's usually a bunch of people standing outside there, cheering you on. So you get a little bit of uh, a little boost there. 
And by that time, I mean, you're already at mile seven by that point. So you're, you're making pretty good progress and that, that gives you a little boost. And then you're coming up by the contemporary again. And that's that same, you're going down uh, and up underneath the water over there again, right before you, you um, go to the entrance of magic kingdom. Let me, uh, let me stop right there because I want to talk about food stops. So looks like during the half marathon it looked like one food stop i believe one food stop that's between mile eight and nine um the full marathon you're gonna have a couple more kyle let me ask you about food stops um as someone who is just getting into running one what can i expect and two do you recommend trying to fuel up there with something if they have something that i'm my i know my stomach can handle and and take so again <clears throat> if you've been training with something that you've been taking plan to have at least a couple, whether it's gels or chews or something homemade, plan to have at least a few on you. That way, you know what you're taking has worked. Your stomach knows what to do with it. Your body knows what to do with it. These food stops as a kind of last ditch effort, if you are out of what you've been taking, or it's for some reason, just on the day, it's not necessarily going down like it did in training. These food stops will have some nutrition. They'll have some oranges, some bananas. They'll have just fuel that you can take. And usually it's pretty safe fuel. So again, if you can eat an orange and feel okay during your normal day, there's a good chance that at least something is better than nothing at that point. Uh, the different food stops, I believe as you go further in. Um, so last year, Sports Beans was the mm -hmm. nutrition sponsor on, on course. So they had uh, little packets of almost like jelly beans uh, that were um, some calories and some of them were caffeinated as well. So essentially, they're giving you the opportunity if you need it or want to take it as a just in case, pop it in your pocket. That way, if you do need it later on in the race, you have it. Uh, I got this question. So somebody did the full, took nothing on course because they didn't want to be charged for it. They thought with your bib number, they would just keep charging your registration credit card. They do not do that. This is all <laughs> included on the registration. This is all for you on course. So everything that you're taking, it's all included in your registration. So just putting that caveat out there. Uh, so they're there for you to use. Uh, again, if you have the space in your pockets, stock up because you never know when you're going to need it. And a lot of times it's a fairly safe option that the majority of people can take and it's easy to digest. Uh, I would suggest taking it with water if you haven't taken something like that before. That way it goes down easy, gets in your system and starts getting into your bloodstream faster. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been using uh, the gels and I... I uh... I, I, I even use one today on my 5k run just to let my stomach just kind of like, I'm just making sure it's, it's good. And I spilled it all over me. Like while I was running on the treadmill, I mean, it was everywhere. And Katie's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you have a thing. Um, so I've been using those, but I think I'll just stick to what's been working best for me and I'll just order, um, the, uh, just, just pink starburst. I've been using those and they're great. Just a handful of starburst. I'm kidding. I'm really doing that. I'm going to order some chew and run at the same time. Um, Ankur, start me going into the magic kingdom and take me through, uh, I guess heading over till we get to animal kingdom. Yeah. So you exit on magic kingdom the same way you did for the half. The only difference is you won't cut over coming towards back to Epcot, you take the highway straight down to Animal Kingdom. Uh, this part of the race can be, it was tough for me just because when coming off that high of, of Magic Kingdom last year, it's about a three or four mile stretch of, there's just not a lot there. When you run into Magic Kingdom, going by the Contemporary, all the water, it's beautiful there. There's not a lot to see as you're running to Animal Kingdom. Um, it was pretty barren. I don't know if there were, there's there's going to be stops everywhere for pictures and whatnot, but it, that that part of the race was was kind of tough for me. Getting to Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom is a uh, a hit and miss in terms of running through it. There's a lot of elevation change in Animal Kingdom that you have to kind of watch out for. Um, it's not the longest part of the race. It's about a mile, a mile and a half. Um, I don't remember there being a lot of picture stops. I would say in the parks in general. 
don't expect a lot of picture stops in the parks. They put the picture stops in between because when you're running in the parks, nobody's going to want to stop in the parks for a picture. You're going to run through it and enjoy the park. So um, don't expect a lot of that there. Uh, Animal Kingdom can just like in the boardwalk, it can be very slick uh, along part of the where you're going by Pandora. Um, it can be very wet there. Uh, there's a part where there's a bridge in Animal Kingdom that can also be very wet. Um, so just be careful of that. Running out of Animal Kingdom, the by the time you're in mile 16, it gets very hot. The parking lot coming out of Animal Kingdom is extremely hot. So take advantage of the water stations there. Um, just be careful of that. And then, you know, you run through the big parking lot of Animal Kingdom and make a big loop as you're coming down towards uh, Hollywood Studios. Let me uh, let me hold you there. So let's talk just a second. Uh, Ma- Magic Kingdom, the run through there, same run, same run through we kind of described as the run during the half marathon animal kingdom uh john i don't know if you fowler onker did it last year but i know i think matt zurich did it who couldn't be here tonight road everest um is this the only attraction that is available during the full marathon to, to ride i know some people have talked about the teacups before possibly being open the pet yeah if you start late enough i think that you might get a, a chance at the teacups which I mean, I wouldn't ride that in a regular day. I don't. I no, wouldn't me either. Ride, I wouldn't ride that running a marathon. So, uh, yeah. But th- your best bet is Everest because they usually just leave the um the single uh rider line open and they just let it just open for people running the marathon. So you're just in, you're in and out basically. You just in, get on the ride and jump off. So hold on. So by the time you get to Magic or to Animal Kingdom, or is that park open? Yeah, it could be. So my question is, though, I I don't think I've ever been a park where people have been still been running before. Um, well, how do they how do they section that off? Like, how, do they have just like portions that the general guests can't get to? Is that what it is? I, th- I think so, because you're you're in you're in Animal Kingdom for so little. You're yeah, you see more of all the backstage of Animal Kingdom. I mean, you're running by all where the uh, the back of the train station or where the train tracks go. You're seeing all the uh, you're seeing a lot of the uh, where the animals go at night. You're seeing um, you see the whole like waste facility that they have. You run by the back of that where all the garbage and stuff goes. So you see a lot of backstage stuff there. I mean, you're in where did we come in by? So you come by kind of by Rafiki's planet watch yeah, yeah it's almost and, like sort of the edge of pandora but not not really it's yeah. like where that bridge that comes over to get into pandora you come along that mm-hmm. backside because my parents came and they cheered us on you know in animal kingdom they do open it it's kind of like magic kingdom they'll open it for spectators and they'll have them on one side but most of animal kingdom isn't open to them yet other than part of where everest is and things like that so by the time you get to everest There'll be people there, but they're not going to be people. Most people are going to Pandora and all that, and you're not going to be anywhere near that area. Yeah, I think so. they usually do the thing where like you they they line people up like halfway across the road. And then as you run by and then they 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 swap your running lane to behind like they they um, no they, they they let people cross in the middle. Then they open up a lane behind the people and then the runners switch to go behind them and they cross over. That's what so that, they do at the boardwalk too. So same thing. Yeah. Like so I think they do it over there. Open there. So yeah, because you're just staying back by like, uh, yeah, Everett. What is that? Asia. You're just staying back by the Asia part of of there, and then you're and then by you like cut where out. Nemo is and stuff. You walk by yeah. that area and then run out, run where Nemo is and all that. Then you start. Mm-hmm. You run out of the park. Yeah. So you're just in that little back section. So the rest of the park is all free for all. Fantastic. So we're to mile sixteen. Kyle, run me through the rest of the race. We are at mile 16 as we exit Animal Kingdom. Yeah, so basically, you're going to run some more just open roads. Um, As you leave kind of Animal Kingdom, there's some more back area stuff that you're going to see. Around mile, just before mile 17, you're going to get a water stop. And then just before mile 18, you're going to get another water stop. So especially like Anker said, it's going to start getting warm at that point. So Mm -hmm your hydration is going to be very important. Make sure even if you're not thirsty at that point, at least have a sip of something just to keep kind of your mouth dryness to a minimum as you There's usually a sponge down. stop over there too. Yeah. Is, uh, is, is it there or is it close to blizzard beach? I can't. It's, I on that, it's, it's on that section. 
Okay. That section of road there, I don't know if it's in between what those two water spots. <laughs> so there's like cold water sponges that you can take that you can squeeze on yourself, put in your hat, stick in your shirt just to help cool you down. It sounds really weird, but honestly, it's don't knock nice. it till you try it. It's very nice. If you have a hat, it's yeah, great for putting inside of your hat. Just put mm -hmm. it on top of your head, put the hat on. It'll keep your head cool because that's where you lose most of your heat anyway. So yeah. that's a great place to keep it cool. I can't wear a hat. Why? See my hair, dude? I'm not covering this thing up. What are you talking about? You can have a bandana on. You it's going to look ridiculous easy. by the end of the race. Don't worry. Plus, it's mm, going to be it'll look it's, exactly it's like going to be pink too. So you don't want to cover that up. This is my look. <laughs> I ran a 5K and I haven't touched it today. Okay, it's fantastic. All right, it's good. Uh, take me on through. I think we're getting closer to over by Blizzard Beach there. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to turn the corner around mile 19. Just after that, you're going to hang a uh, left into Blizzard Beach. And it looks like we're going to do a loop of the parking lot. You're going to come up one set of kind of parking lanes, do a turn, come back out. I'm guessing. So from the route last year, that was actually mile 20. So I'm guessing they had to make up a mile somewhere. So it looks like we do a little bit extra in the parking lot for Blizzard Beach. Uh, we come out of Blizzard Beach parking lot. We come around the water park there. Around mile 21, you do another on-ramp as you get up onto the highway. There's a couple medical stops coming up. So at that point, if you do need to reapply anti-chafing cream, if you need biofreeze, that kind of stuff, those medical tents are going to be there for you to use and take advantage of. Uh, mile 22, just after that, you're going to do a cloverleaf down off the highway as you get into Hollywood Studios. And for Hollywood Studios, this is where like the map gets really fuzzy if you try and zoom in too much, but I'm 99% sure we come in beside kind of the phantasmic walk up there. Uh, you come in by tower. Get... You come in by tower of terror. Yeah. Yeah. So we come in by tower of terror, and then you go out down by phantasmic sunset. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And then out and... by phantasmic. Yeah. You can go, John. You can go ahead. I think is that. No, yeah, I agree. It's that's different. what it was last year. You came in by the backside of tower of terror. You ran down sunset, and then you you. You cut in and went by it's, tower by phantasmic and then came out. Yeah, it's different than it, there. it's different than it used to be. It used to be you could run in by Tower Terror, come all the way down Sunset, and then go all the way down Hollywood Boulevard, and then go down and exit out by the um, the Skyliner and take that back way over to Epcot. They I don't know why, but last year they got rid of that and they're just taking this little shortcut area, which is. It's not great because you'd miss a lot of Hollywood studios with this run and just they just want you to cut out early onto that back pathway. I don't want to say anything, but um I've been brought in that way in a black SUV uh before behind Tower of Terror. And uh it's pretty nice back there. It's it's nice. I think you guys are gonna have fun. It'll be good. It great. is usually a they usually there's usually a chocolate stop back there. They usually give you a couple little like uh dark chocolate candies as you're coming in too. Nice. Uh, Kyle, finish it for me. Okay. So I'm going to stop you at the boardwalk, though. So take me to the boardwalk. Sure. Yeah. So we take the path from Hollywood Studios. We head towards, basically towards boardwalk. Um, we make a right-hand turn into kind of that boardwalk area. I distinctly remember this because last year there was a genie photo stop. And literally when you turn from the photo stop, there's just people. It's electric. Anker, I'm going to agree with you. This is probably the, the part of the race that you go, okay, I needed this spirit lift. Mm -hmm. Like it was electric on that boardwalk. So I just made my reservation last night for Trattoria Forno at 8 a.m. Anker. So that way I can make sure I'm there nice and early to cheer people on. Um, because last year I missed everyone, including Anker, because I had to agree with my mimosa. This to me is, look, John pressuring me and twisting my arm and us having tons of drinks that had something to do with it. Being on the spectator side of this and seeing what the boardwalk is life like for the marathon sold me on doing a run Disney race. Like for me, that is the spot. Anker, are you used to, are you doing the half? Are you doing the full this year? No, just the half and the 5k. Okay. I've got, are, when are you leaving to go back home? Uh, not till like Tuesday. Okay, I've got a dining reservation for you and I at Trattoria Forno that morning, and then we can cheer on racers from there. 
Perfect. I'm there. Love it. Um, so we'll get there nice and early. We'll get our mimosas and then we'll cheer on these guys as they run by. It'll be great. Uh, it'll be fantastic. Um, this is a spot for me. This is the magic of a run Disney race. And I've never done one, but being on the spectator side of things, the boardwalk, you said it perfectly, Kyle. The boardwalk's electric. I mean, it is the energy level that's there, the you know, seeing people come through. I mean, like, it, it, it's incredible. It, it really is one of the best parts of uh, it's got to be one of the best parts of a run Disney race because I and it instantly made me this year go that's where we're going again and, and then of course let me go and say we will have the meetup for base camp um, that day as well so we'll be announcing that time for sure coming up so all that information come out so I hope to see everybody there um, Anker finish this one out for me let's uh we'll, we're leaving the boardwalk and you guys that look these two are going to be running this year Kyle and John uh, you're you're getting to the home stretch once you get through the boardwalk yeah once you get to the boardwalk it's um as long as you're not exhausted, it's, it's the energy will carry you through without a doubt. So you come in through uh international gateway again, and you kind of end the same, the race the same way for a lot of the other races, the way you're ending in Epcot. So you're going to come through international gateway, come around France and coming towards Japan and the American pavilion coming down towards Mexico. And the exit is the same one that we talked about where you're running towards uh, running towards the ball. And then you take the right um, it's a little different this time. You're not going out quite as much and making sort of a, a sharp turn towards Guardians. Um, it looks like you're going a little bit more towards where um, uh, Test Track might be and then coming sort of on the back of Test Track and making a loop towards the finish line. So it's a little bit different as opposed to making the loop towards Guardians. I think it's a little bit more north of where Guardians is, which is why I think it's a little bit it's by where space uh, by Test Track is. But it's it's also still a little a little different uh, ending from all the other races uh, from this year and last year. But Epcot is a is a great place to finish your race. Again, it has a little bit of uphill, a little bit of downhill. So conserve your energy. Running through the parks is where you want to run slow. Enjoy the race. You know, if you're going to make some time up, do it on the highways. Do it in between the character stops a little bit. That's where you keep your pace. Keep the you know your run where you want it to be. If you need to walk, if you need to slow down, you do it in the parks and you do it when you're at your character stops. Um, so enjoy the the end part of the race. Those are the maps for this year, 2024 Walt Disney World Marathon. Guys, I'm going to come around the table. Give me your final thoughts on these maps. Anything you see that's maybe different than you've done in the past or just your overall general thought on uh, on this event that's coming up that we're all going to be at to uh, to celebrate you know, not only this family, but base camp and uh, all the great things and accomplishments people will make. John, start with you, buddy. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, this is what I look forward to the most because as, as getting through work during the Christmas season, how crazy it is for me. And then I get to go to Florida and run. I mean, it's, it's not a vacation, but it's, I get to do what I like. And um, as far as like the maps go, I mean, it's, it's something I'm used to. There's not too many changes, but I think those little changes will make it a little more fun just to have something new to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward to being down there and just seeing everybody and having a nice weekend. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Kyle, this is going to be a ton of fun, man. I can't wait to see everybody. Your thoughts on the maps? I mean, the changes uh, that they made this year, to John's point, it, it looks like you're going to spend a little bit more time in, especially Epcot, Magic Kingdom. Um, and honestly, those those little pieces don't look like a lot on the map. But what you're actually going through, and it's it's more time that you're not on the highway, which is excellent. Um, their, again, their slogan is, every mile is magic. And even when it feels tough when you're on those open stretches, there's still a lot going on. So look for those character stops, look for those picture opportunities. There's bands, there's choirs, there's like a ton of different things to kind of catch your attention. So, you know, just enjoy it. And realistically, every mile there is magic. Sonker, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I mean, it'll be fun to run a different race. I'm not I'm glad I'm not doing the marathon this year because that Blizzard Beach portion looks miserable. It was yeah, miserable what is last that year. about? That, hey, just that, run around the parking lot a few times. That looks awful. There's nothing magical about that at all. Yeah, that part was horrible last year. That's where Amy started having some trouble and we really had to slow down at that part and for the rest of the race. And it doesn't yeah. look any better this year. 
Um, but I, I like the extra part in the Magic Kingdom. I wish, you know, Hollywood Studios would get a little bit extra, but I, I think there's no way for them to just put you in the parks the whole time and make it work. You know, if you get more time in one park, you're just going to get a little bit of less time in another park. But um, one thing, even if you're not, uh, you know, if, if you're listening to this podcast at all, uh, we do, there's always somebody who comes out with all the picture stops about a day or two before the races. And we always have our WhatsApp group where somebody, I know last year we sent out where all the rumored picture stops were. Just get onto our Facebook group. Let us know you're coming to the race. We'll get you on our WhatsApp group. We'll tell you if we find out where all the picture stops are. Um, just be careful with them, depending on what race you're doing, that you don't stop too many places and risk getting cut because that's what happened to us last year in the marathon. And then we had to run fast and that kind of bit us a little bit. So you just have to plan accordingly. I would say if you're worried about time, don't stop in the beginning. Get a little bit ahead of the balloon ladies three, four miles out, and then you can start stopping. Um, beware where all your water stops are. Beware the food stops. Don't take food from people. There will be people there. Spectators will be handing you stuff. You never know what they have. They may have Starburst or something simple that you think you could probably eat, but they'll sometimes have just random energy things that you don't know what it is. Be careful taking things that you don't know what they are because if you have a sensitive stomach, it will mess with your stomach. I promise you. Stick with what you know and what you've tried before. And it's just, this is what your training is culminating to. Just enjoy it. It's just going to be running a longer training race and, you know, run with somebody that you know and you like, even if it's Dan or Joe, and uh, you'll have a good time. Let's let's calm down. You know what? I'm glad you said that because I would be the type of person who would take something and it'd be the one person handing out like a hallucinogen. And you guys would run through Magic Kingdom and I would just be sitting on the ground spinning in circles, screaming, I'm on the teacups. You know what I mean? Look at me, Ma. I'm on the teacups. Um, so <laughs> probably probably shouldn't t- shouldn't take candy from strangers while I run the my Walt Disney World uh, half marathon here. So uh, this is gonna be a ton of fun. Look, we're we're we are uh, able to go down and spend a ton of time together. We, John and I, I'll tell you this, man, I had to get on this week and book a room for Sunday night because when I said, Hey, I've got to leave on Sunday to go home. John's like, what are you kidding me? No, you're not. So, uh, I am going from, uh, Saratoga over to, um, over to what am I saying? All-star sports, the music, somewhere like that, uh, for one night. So I can be there on that Sunday to hang out and to party and to have a good time and to celebrate this family, but mostly to celebrate base camp and what we're doing. Uh, raising money for those kiddos www.basecamp.org backslash ddp 4 bc that's backslash ddp the number four bc spread the word you can click that link below anything you can donate 100 of the stuff goes to the kids to help them fighting this terrible disease so we are here and running for those kiddos like i said i will be dyeing my hair pink uh during the race so you're gonna uh, be able to see that it's gonna be a lot of fun and then we will be celebrating around epcot both on saturday and uh for those people running on the marathon we'll be celebrating again on sunday around epcot going around having drinks having a blast and we'll have that meetup of course at the boardwalk where everybody can show up have a good time let the families uh hang let the kids hang that's always a, a great and magical moment i think it's the first time kyle and i met actually was last year uh, in person was at that and now we've done vacations together look at us we're doing podcasts together before you know it man we're gonna be uh we're gonna be you know we'll go back and forth we'll be house swapping and all that kind of stuff it'll be it'll, actually i don't want to come up there it's too cold man winter i'll come up summer i'll come up that'd be a good time but uh, we'll yeah, come winter, down to you we'll come down to you come down to me you know it's an open door policy man come on down we, we're happy to have you but um seeing the maps now lets me visualize robbie said it perfectly he said now you can visualize kind of what you're doing like when you're training and you're doing those runs you can say okay this is where i'm going to be on the race this is where i'm you know this is what i need to kind of build my mind up for and uh, i do think look i gotta say something nice about dan it has been nice having a training buddy that we've been texting and calling each other and uh and you know kind of building each other up which you know i don't knows i don't like to do that i like to make sure dan's you know just just right there in his place uh so um, really looking forward to this. It's going to be a ton of fun. I am so excited about this and we will be doing, these guys don't know it yet. We're, we're really getting close to the end of the year, but we're gonna be doing at least one or two more of these before marathon weekend. And then we will have a live uh, event at marathon weekend. We'll be doing some audio there too as well. Um, so I would love to on the next episode, get into some stuff like what does a post race look like? Um, you know, whenever you get done, what to expect? Cause that's the kind of stuff I have no idea about. And we'll talk a lot of fun stuff and really some of the stuff really getting into arriving at marathon weekend and uh and all of the kind of nitty-gritty of what people don't think about whenever they're getting there so uh, i think the training is coming towards an end 
we're starting to taper down. We're starting to uh, to bring it home. And I'm excited for this family. I'm excited for everybody. And look, if you are out there right now and you have a goal of just getting off the couch, take one step. That's all it takes. Take one step, take another, take another. But mostly go over and join DDP Sorcerers on Facebook because these guys have created a community of positivity and of love. It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey. It doesn't matter if you're running dopey or if you're just trying to walk your first mile. They're there to help. We're there to cheer you on. And that's the incredible part about that community is it's nothing but positivity. So we love you guys. You guys are the greatest, man. Congratulations on the training. Everyone's done really, really well. Thank you guys for everything you all do too. Kyle, John, Anker, and Matt, who's unable to be here tonight because he's partying. What's he doing? He lives in Vegas, man. Why are you partying on a night like this? You can party any night. What are you doing, man? Um, but we, we're so excited to see everybody down there. Uh, have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Be the best version of yourself. Get out there, train, get those miles in, and we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you we hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.